Well, hi, everyone. It's uh, my pleasure to introduce uh, Quinton Askew. Uh, he is uh, the chief executive officer of 211 Maryland. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that means that he's connecting 400,000 individuals and families to health care services and social services. Yes. So that's a, a great thing you're doing, Quinn. Yeah, definitely. And definitely enjoying it. Been in the role for about two years now. And so it, it, it definitely is a great opportunity to work with folks across the state. Yeah. So when did uh, when did you first uh, get involved in Bridges and um, how did how did that how did that go? How did it expand in your in your community? So my, my first experience with Bridges was uh, working with Howard County government. Um, and so we have a, a board that is called the Board to Promote Self-Sufficiency. And so this is a planning coordinating body um, that was you know, put on by our county administrator that, that brings together folks to promote economic stability for our, our folks in Howard County who are dealing with, you know, to help reduce poverty uh, in Howard County. And so one of their efforts was trying to find ways to better support those who are in need. And we had a county uh, community advocate who was a part of this board, who was a very strong advocate to help folks. And, and she was aware of Bridges and uh, in, in AHA process and getting ahead. And so what she did was one of those meetings, she came to us and said, you know, we need to try this in our community to help folks to be able to help themselves. And so she was able to convene our, our county government. She was able to get our community uh, resources and services department together. Along some other community advocates, we were able to have you to, to come down and speak to the group to talk about, you know, the great work that Bridges is doing. But, you know, this county advocate was able, community advocate was able to get everyone in the room at the same time, but starting with our government officials. So she really started from let's get sort of decision makers and folks who are at the top of the table. So you realize this is completely upside down. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Things usually happen. Usually it's a nonprofit here or there that tries to get things going in the community. And then they all are, how do we get our government involved? Right. So um, what kind of advice would you give people that, about well, how do you attract the folks in, that are doing governmental services and that run different departments? How, do you, how would we uh, get them involved? Yeah, and I think you said that this was sort of the the, the backwards process, but I, I think you know because this this person was a, a trusted community advocate uh, who 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 was very you know voiceful in the community that our community administrators and government officials knew, you know she had relationships with those folks, and I would encourage folks you know there are folks in every community who have relationships with their county executives, they have relationships with their county council persons, and 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 really you know bring that person you know, to the meeting to say, you know, this is something that we need to do. And, and, and they will listen because we listened to her and we trusted her. Um, and so once we heard the information, you know, we, we trusted her that she was trying to do the right thing. And so based on the information that she provided us and having, you know, you to come down and really talk about what this was, it was really a, a, a no brainer for, for, for the county and the department. But I think what was unique about Howard County was that, you know, we said, well, instead of, you know, putting this on a nonprofit and someone else, from a government perspective, you know, we'll try it first to see if it works before we invest it and have you to invest it. So, uh, so what are a couple of the key things that happened on the journey? And then where, where is it now? So the, I think a couple of, of key things that happened is that, you know, we were able to, you know, initially start a pilot 
And so that pilot was, you know, let's convene and work with our nonprofit partners. And so we, we, we really collaborated with our nonprofit partners and folks that were doing the work um, already and serving those who, um, who in that particular population that they know would need the support. And so really convening those, those folks together um, in order to provide support for the work. Um, and so we, we, we did a first group uh, about seven, eight years ago uh, with about 10 folks. And so there's been over 100 groups that have gone through now. Um, and so the program is, is thriving. Um, there are over, you know, several hundred graduates that have gone through the program. And currently, you know, the program is being facilitated and, and, and taught by all graduates. And so Howard County has really done a great job of implementing and really utilizing the graduates to lead the work. That, that's, that's just a great story. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we see things starting off and taking shape and happening, and then we kind of lose track of what's going on. So this right. is a our conference is a chance for people to kind of catch up and trade stories and learn from each other. It, it is. It is. And it's, it's been a wonderful experience to watch the evolution in Howard County. Um, also with the Department of Corrections has done a great job with implementing, you know, getting ahead while getting out. And so I, I think it's just been a great community collaboration there in the county. That's really been thriving. Is there some kind of a built-in support system for restored citizens or returning citizens? Is there something post getting out that they can do? Yes. And so one of the most interesting things was the first group that was done uh, for the detention center was done in the community um, because they they, they held this in the community, one of our nonprofit organizations, to show those folks who were inside that, you know, this is the network that you have when you get out. And so they, they, they sort of brought the network, you know, to the folk, folks who were incarcerated. And so once once they complete their group, um, the Getting Ahead folks in Howard County, they have follow-up groups, they have a support group, they have monthly groups that graduates are part of. Um, they do social gatherings together. So it really just sort of keeps that tight connection, you know, of, of graduates, you know, no, no matter where, where you come from or, or, or sort of what your background is, you're Getting Ahead graduate. And so they really have an opportunity to stay connected as they're doing the work. Very cool. So one one more question. Um, we're now focusing a lot more on on policy. Mm-hmm. We know that getting ahead graduates have participated in in moving policy. Yes. Uh, so we're but, but we're still very uh, new at this. And since you're a governmental group that started that way, did it change any of the policies in those governmental groups? And what advice do you have on the policy end? Yes, it definitely did. And, and, and definitely with those policies of ensuring um, that, you know, folks with lived experiences are at the table um, and, and, and working through the budgeting process to ensure that, you know, organizations that are being funded, whether there's nonprofit organizations or other entities, that you know, we have folks with lived experiences who were at the table to be able to walk us through that process because they have been the ones who've been utilizing those services and they understand, you know, where their gaps are and where the funds need to go. And so I, I think, you know, that's really the, the biggest thing is really having folks at the decision making tables around budgeting and other areas and, and, and definitely would encourage, you know, and it's really just starting with, with asking um, because they all had opinions because, again, you know, they all had that lived experience with, with utilizing these organizations, you know, better than we had. And, and, and I think, you know, that was probably the best thing that could have come out of just really, you know, ensuring folks had a, a space at the table. Um, and be able to really communicate, you know, where they feel like, you know, the most help is needed. So I'm assuming that some institutional changes were made by that. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, 
Plenty, yes. And and, and we, there were able, you know, ways to really target organizations that may have been underfunded, um, that, you know, where there may have been larger organizations who, you know, where normally funding would go because they are sort of the, the always the players that are there. But there are smaller, smaller church food banks that are providing support. There are smaller, you know, other nonprofits that are really doing a lot of the work that are school-based that need support where, where, you know, the graduates and other folks understood that, you know, if there was just a little bit more financial support, they could serve a lot more people. And so it's really just getting the understanding of what's going on in the community, uh, because, again, they have the trust factor, they have the know, um, and really, you know, how can we make sure that these funds are efficiently being provided to where it's needed the most? Wow. Well, that's really wonderful to hear about. Uh, and I, I know that people will really uh, enjoy hearing what you've said. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so can they knock on your door or, you know, ask ask for advice or can we kind of put a limit around that somehow, but kind of yes. uh, help out with that? No, please do. I, I definitely would encourage folks to to definitely to reach out, you know, and definitely in the times that we're in, it's much easier now, you know, because we're all we're all virtually. But I, I think, you know, it was definitely a great experience um, and working with Howard County and the, and the county government group and the community there, because, you know, they were really forward thinking um, when initially starting this getting ahead process. And really, as you said, starting from the top to work down. But, you know, it, 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 it made sense to folks and there are definitely, you know, creative ways of, that it can be done. And so I would definitely love to talk to folks more about this. All right. Thank you. It was really great hearing your story and good to see you again. Yes. Good to see you, too. Thank you. Take care.